Amen. Um, magandang gabi sa ating lahat. And good evening to all of us. Wow. Really now I can see that we're really a lot during Wednesday now. Amen to that. <laughs> Praise God. Uh, really um, our brother and sister will support this uh, ministry of our church, no? It's a prayer meeting. And, you know, this is really important um, to us also, no, as a church. Because when you pray like a corporate prayer or as a church, God will hear us right away. <laughs> and uh, just praise God for tonight. And we always say that it's a privilege and opportunity to stand behind this pulpit once again and it's been a while that I did not <laughs> stand here uh, by God's grace. And I thank God for your prayers. Um, this week, I didn't have my sore in my mouth. So <laughs> God really knows. <laughs> for all those months, na I, it's my turn. It's really bad. But praise God for this time that I didn't have it. And please continue to pray for Mamang. And I you know that Sister Cecil shared it, the prayer request. Um, I really don't know uh, what the Lord will, yung sa kanyang buhay. And our prayer talaga na the Lord will use Sister Cecil to remind her once again of the salvation that she accepted last when she came here. And I hope na it's a true salvation. And that's our prayer. No? Just pray for her strength and for Sister Cecil's uh, safety there and, and good health also. Because last night, uh, the other night, she stayed in the hospital. <laughs> And she didn't sleep all night. <laughs> you know, in the Philippines the hospital, there is. I just pray for her, you know, for and the strength. Okay, so, okay, let's open our Bible in the book of Second Timothy. Okay, maybe we'll stand to read our, it's only one verse, Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 15. Okay, okay before we read uh, the passage of scripture, let's pray first. Lord God, once again, we thank you and we just want to glorify your name tonight, Lord. Thank you so much for this time that we could be here for the safety and the strength and and. Uh, um, protection that you've given to us, Lord, and just be with us as we study your word, and just be with me, Lord. Uh, I, you know, my, we always say that we have a limitation, Lord, and I, I pray that you will guide me tonight, Lord, and let the Holy Spirit will the one who guide us tonight, Lord, and just bless your word tonight. And thank and, and I just want to ask for forgiveness also for my shortcoming. 
And it's just me tonight, Lord, my pity. And we commit everything to you in this name, I pray. Amen. Okay, so maybe we'll read this all together. Verse 15 in Second Timothy. Okay, let's read. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Amen. Okay, you may be seated. Um, I guess, why do you have to study no? God's word? Because <laughs> this is important to us no? as a believer. Okay, We even study when we're in, in, in our, when we go to school, right? Because that's for the preparation for ourselves, you know, in our, in the long run in our life. And as a believer, um, I could say that this is really important to us. And studying the Bible, you know that sometimes it's not easy. Uh, Pastor Jetta mentioned sometimes when we pray, we're so tired. We pray and the amen is in the following morning, right? <laughs> but sometimes when you... We study, no? Even we just read the Bible. Our eyes is really, <laughs> it's really closing. And I don't know why. When we watch TV, when we read our favorite books or something, we're so awake. But when it's the Bible, I know maybe it's the devil. <laughs> it's working. And we just have to pray, no? Uh, when... When we study God's word, uh, it, it will really penetrate to us and it will like um, encourage us no? How, why we, we study, especially when where God is using you in the ministry, like what we are doing here. Some the teachers for us deacons also now to be here in front of you, it's not easy and I know I told this to our Bible study group. You know, it's so hard to teach when, you, when you're not doing it. <laughs> and I said, yeah, sometimes I'm guilty. Not sometimes, most of the time. <laughs> and, and, you know, uh, but this book, of, in the book of Second Timothy, we know that Timothy is, is a young preacher. He's... Uh, like Apostle Paul is consider him as his son, a spiritual son, no? and also Timothy consider Apostle Paul as his spiritual father. So sometimes we always say that serving God is a privilege, right? It's to every one of us. No, it's really a privilege, and Timothy here is a privilege of. Uh, learning from Apostle Paul and also Apostle Paul to teach this young preacher. And in the in, in first two verses, uh, it says here, uh, thou, uh, thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, that the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same com commit thou to faithful men who I shall be able to teach others also. So 
Apostle Paul here is trying, uh, is really encouraging Timothy no? uh, to teach the word of God to others too, as the way he taught him, no, uh, and the way he could uh, encourage uh, young Timothy here. And we know that uh, Timothy was saved in the the ministry of Apostle Paul and his conversion. We know that he, he believed in the accept and accepted the person of Jesus Christ, right? And into his life. And we could see it in John 1, 13, 11 to 13, right? And he and Jesus, and he came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as mean, many as received him, to them gave he power to become the Son of God. Amen. Even to them that believe in his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of the man, but of God. So, amen. If you are a, a born again believer, God. It's so clear here, right? That the, that he gave you power no, to become the son of God. So, and Timothy was a believer, and and we know that said said that Paul encouraged him no, to share his faith also to others, as what Apostle Paul did to him. And uh, I know Pastor Max always said that. If you have something, you have to share, right? But if you don't have that thing, you, you, you don't have nothing to share. That's why if you have Christ, we have to share it, no? And we have to share it to everyone, no? And that we know and not only. And so that's why it's, it's really important that we, as a believer, no, we have to study. That's only our tools, no, to to be really knowledgeable of, of his word. And in verse three and four, also it, we know that Tim, Timothy here was considered as a good soldier. It's us also, no. If you're a, a believer, you consider a good soldier, right? Because in the Limited in verse 3 and 4. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that were entangled himself with the affair of this life that he may please him who had chosen him to be a soldier. So God chose us to be his soldier. No? As soon as we accepted him as, his, as our Lord and personal Savior, we are his soldiers. And we know that when you become a Christian, it's not, so we always say, it's not a bed of roses, but it's a battlefield, okay? So, because we, we are, we are uh, battling with, with flesh, not flesh and blood, right? But against the, against the spiritual, no? It's not, uh, our enemy is not other people or, our enemy are spiritual. So that's why sabi nga ni, ni Apostle Paul sa Ephesians uh, verse 6, 10 to 18. Uh, maybe Ephesians 6, chapter 
10 to 18, what it says there, that we have to be ready, right? And we have to have this uh, 6 verse 10, Ephesians 6 verse 10 to 18. We have this whole armor of God, no? And there are six defensive we weapon here, you know? And it says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against power, against the ruler of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. No? that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Truth, and giving on the breastplate of righteousness, and your faith shut with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery dart of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. And our offense here, it's in verse 18, right? Prayer. No? Prayer always with all prayer. Praying always with all prayers and supplication in the spirit. And watching there. And so with all perseverance and supplication uh, of all saints. So the first uh, weapon here or armor that God said is the girdle of truth, right? Or our integrity as a believer, no? How, how, where we stand as a believer, no? And then the breast, the plate of righteousness or our commitment, no? As a believer, how we commit ourselves, how we live as, as a, no? Right, in, in, in Christ. And that gospel also is called our shoes, our foot, where no? so it is important that we have this uh, armor also it's that it will protect our feet no in order to move forward and progress for God's glory because if we have this gospel it's or we have this even though if in our practical way if you have no shoes you walk outside it it slow you down right you know, because there's a lot of rocks or thorn or whatever there, right? But if you have this uh, footwear or the gospel, you could really go forward, no, faster, and you could share the word of God to others. No? So, and the shield of faith, or our faith, no, or trust in God, or the helmet of salvation, which is our commitment to God, no? and it's very important and especially the sword of the spirit or the word of God. That's why um, we really have to study the word of God because that's our, that's could penetrate, no? We know that the hardest heart we could imagine because it's, it's the only, um, Defense or thing that it could really penetrate uh, any hard heart, no? 
it's like two edged sword so as we study this verse second timothy chapter 15 uh, paul says here to study and sometimes those of you who study especially in our secular school or in the school it's very tiring right and if even if you study <laughs> during when you prepare a lesson it, as i said it's it's very tiring and you know there, there's a verse also in the bible that says that when you study it's a weariness in the flesh ecclesiastes 12 verse 12 if you want to <laughs> open <laughs> i thought there's no verse like that so paul also says study to show thyself approved unto god notice here approved unto god no not approved unto man because if we just rely or we want the approval of a person you will be discouraged right because sometimes they if because they don't see your heart no if you really want to teach or want to share the word of god god knows your heart no and god knows what's really you you know the the things that you want why you have to do these things you have why do you have to share the word of god to, to other people but and why you have to teach something like that but if you want the approval of men sometimes they say bad things right they don't approve what you said or they don't say good things when you especially uh, you're not really eloquent right and it's a good thing like god knows your heart no he he doesn't look at how you you present his word to other people he doesn't but he look at your heart so we should not uh, rely on no, on the approval of men and he says here approve unto god okay so and also we should not uh, in galatians 1:10 where i do now persuade men or god or do i seek to please to please men or if i yet please men what it says there i should not be a servant of christ well it's, it's hard right <laughs> if you want to please man only when you serve him serve god then you you're not a servant of christ but if you please the lord then amen to that so it's really important that we understand our bible and as the, as we sing our songs i thought i i just want to close in prayer because it's already said <laughs> in those songs that we <laughs> we sang it's all there but you know i just want to encourage to you <laughs> tonight to encourage you so it's really important now that we understand our bible and it's because this is god's word and we know that God revealed his will through this book to the his word 
And there is nothing more important in our life than to understand what it says in, in this, you know, in our Bible. And that's really important. You know? And since the Bible was given to reveal the truth to us, and, I, and God did not hide it to us, it, it's all there, you know? So our duty now, or our desires, you know, is to study it, or even God's desire for us to study it, you no, know, and understand what He wants to He reveals in this book. So there are some events that are takes place in the future that nobody really <laughs> see, right? But what we could really read it in 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 the passage of this book, you know, the Bible, it's all written there, and. That's really our advantage as a Christian if we really read and study God's word. Okay, so, and all those secret things, no? Having something, the mystery, you know, is revealed in, in this book. And we could and just open your Bible, so you said Deuteronomy 6, uh, 29, verse 29. So the secret things belong unto the Lord our God but those things uh, which are revealed belong unto us unto our children forever so uh, all these things that are revealed in this book uh, belong to us no? so and in, in this chapter Paul is writing to young Timothy uh, who's pastoring a church so there are, we know that uh, Apostle Paul knows that if you are pastoring or the, in, a, in a church, there are some problems. And that's why he wants to encourage and tell Timothy here not to be afraid, no? afraid of some position or some discouragement in the ministry and as for us also as a teacher as a leader in this church we have some discouragement also we have some opposition also but this book really encourages us na do not stop okay continue just continue what you are doing because God is will please uh, will be pleased no when you continue and not stop no and in second timothy chapter 1 verse 7 and 8 paul was encouraging timothy not to be afraid no or to be discouraged no just in, endure no whatever affliction that he, he is facing no for the sake of the gospel and second timothy chapter 1 Verse 7 and 8. For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the affliction of the gospel according to the power of God. I know when I read this verses, Sometimes you always say here in front, I'm scared, right? 
<laughs> we will be scared. Parang inunahan kaagad natin ng Panginoon, right? We will go ahead. But sabi nga dito, God has given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. So he's the one also who gave us the power to stand behind this pulpit. And sometimes we, <laughs> I think it's our flesh to always say we're scared. And I know it's, it, maybe it's the work of the devil, no? Uh, put us too scared and not to do the things that we want, that the Lord wants us to do, right? And that's why, sabi nga dito, Apostle Paul kay Timothy, just continue, no? And just be willing to endure, you know, anything that will dis- can discourage you for the sake of the gospel. So, and in Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 14, Paul tells him to remind the people of God's truth because they were like a lot of disagreement among the people there in the church of Ephesus. Because if we don't know the Bible, those discouragement, disagreement, we, it will make us leave the church, no? But if we know that it happened before, it happened to <laughs> those churches before, it will happen to us also. And even in those times when the church, the uh, young Timothy was pastoring, they were like being persecuted from outside, no? a lot of persecution outside, but also inside the church were experiencing also like some, maybe some discord or fighting <laughs> inside among one another because of some differences, no? Because it's one of us, we have a different mind, different thinking. <laughs> so we, sometimes we don't agree of one thing, right? But we should agree of one thing only na we are a child of God we are we are his child we are his servant and we we're here to to serve him okay we're not here to uh, say our whatever we want <laughs> to do but we're here no to to help one another to pray for one another Okay, so, and in First Timothy chapter one verse thirteen, hold fast. First Timothy chapter one verse thirteen. Okay. First Timothy one. Sorry, hindi ko na. Lagyan ng mark ng aking ano. Okay. First Timothy one thirteen who was uh, who was before a blasphemer and a persecutor and and injurious but I obtained obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. So rubbing it to hold fast to form a sound word which I think it's the second Timothy. I'll just read it. 
So in, in this chapter, in chapter two of our text, uh, Paul used some analogy to get the ray across, uh, just to be strong and uh, endure uh, hardness, no? And that's what he was telling to Timothy. And and when we study, when we have God's word, uh, it says there, no, in, in the last part, maybe, rightly dividing the word of truth. And we know that in those days, even in those days, there's a lot of uh, false teacher, no? In those days, and and if we don't really study God's word, we don't know what the Bible is saying. It will really lead us, no? To to blaspheme or to to follow those uh, false teacher. So that's why it's really important, no? That we have to study God's word. We have to rightly dividing the word of truth. That means we must be consistent, no? That we must allow the scripture to, you know, say, no, what it says, no? The right one. And that we should not go through, uh, to the left. We just go straight, no? And, and, and that's very important. So, uh, to not rightly dividing the word of truth is to open us up to all kind of problem, right? For instance, taking scripture out of context. No? Sometimes we just use one verse and we want to stick on that verse, but we, did, we don't know the, the context really of that verse. No? That's why studying God's word, it's, it's not that easy. And we really have the, you know, the help of the Holy Spirit. No? So every believer that uh, every believe that what the Bible says is not, it's true, right? So we should, as a believer, we should believe whatever the Bible it says. And but I know some, even false teacher, they use text from the Bible, no? Just to really sway all, the, all those um, believers. But that's why uh, the encouragement here of possible to Timothy just to study, no? study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of the truth. So we, we should study hard no? in, 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 our, in the Bible. And so if you look at the Bible some, or if you go to some churches, some denomination, they always say that water baptism is what it's required, you know, to be saved. And we know that the one, the thief on the cross, right? Did he go down from the cross and be baptized to be with the Lord? No, right? When, when he said, just remember me when thou comest into the kingdom. What did the Lord Jesus do? Thou shalt be with me in para para paradise, right? Right away, he was there. And he don't need to be baptized or he don't need to attend a church, a Baptist church. <laughs> right? He doesn't have to attend the church. He was there because what he did is just he humbled himself. He he. He admit that he's a sinner, right? 
because the other thief, right, when he said, if you're really God, save yourself and save us. But this thief, he said, he's not like us, that we're sinner, right? And he just believed in, in Christ. The, uh, Christ is the only one that could save him during in those times. And he realized that God is the Savior, you know. So that's us also, no? If we just humble ourselves, we admit that we're sinner, and we ask God to help us, because He's really the only one that can save us. Imagine, I remember in, in the Sajan, uh, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So He's really the only one that could save us. And and some churches, some teaching of those churches are really just mildewed us. And there are a lot of things that some, they even teach that a woman can be a preacher, right? And we know our belief <laughs> that only men, right? And yeah, they have some prophecies in the Old Testament, but during the church age now in the New Testament, the Bible did not mention any woman no? or women that are preaching. So, and sometimes, and in the Bible also, they think that um, a deacon is like he's, he's one of the leader. He, he could put him in a pedestal or <laughs> he, he could put him higher. But you know, in the Bible, deacon is a servant, and and even they in the Philippines they even call the deacon uh, the board of demon, right? Because they're trying to put down their pastor, because they think that <laughs> they are they are more powerful than their pastor. But instead, and then just praise God for our church. No, uh, we have some deacon here really serve God and they even collect your garbage after you eat right <laughs> so where you could find a deacon that will do that right <laughs> only in Bergen Bible Baptist Church <laughs> amen and we're here to to really help our pastor the ministry and uh, just praise God for this opportunity that God will give us no as a deacon in this church just to help the, the ministry in, in in this place. So, and some also, not only deacon, but pastor, they, when they became a pastor, they really want to be like, you want, uh, they want to be like, look upon, right? Like, you're, they're on top of the, <laughs> the hills, <laughs> something like that. But, here in our church, our pastors here, they even bring us to where? the airport, pick us <laughs> in the airport. <laughs> so, and I know Pastor Max before, he's the one really <laughs> picking us up in the airport and in those red church van. <laughs> I don't know if you remember last time. <laughs> and, you know, we know that. We really look up at up 
upon Pastor Max how he really guide us and we most of us here consider him as our father of faith and how he really admonish and encourages us no to be become a faithful a Christ, Christian and I, I really consider him as my father of faith Pastor Max and and how he really guide us and how he um, be an example to us uh, to us all so um, and also uh, our pastors here right now they're doing the same thing also uh, yes praise God uh, we have really three humble pastors uh, they really work you know in, in this church and and just praise God uh, they God brought them to us no as, as our uh, as a under shepherd in, in this church no and okay so okay uh, okay I think I could not tackle uh, my message <laughs> okay Okay, so why do you really have to study the Word of God? And why do you have to meditate on it day and night, sabing adiba? And because if we don't do it, those false teacher, those um, teacher that teaching the wrong thing, we, they could easily uh, get us, no? And that's why, as as a believer, uh, maybe as I close. Um, We'll just continue our next time. <laughs> if if you are a believer, what do you mostly read? Like some sports fan, what do they read? Sports magazines, right? Or or how about the politician? What kind of things that they're trying to read? They like political news <laughs> magazines or how about the carpenters? I know we have some the blueprints, right? How about doctors? They read the medical journal, right? And yet a lot of millions of people who claim to be a Christian or a believer but they don't even open their Bible. I hope we're not one of them. And Nimi uh, is laughing when I told her I'd never finish a book in my lifetime. <laughs> I've never read a book <laughs> in my lifetime. <laughs> but I, I want to commit myself to read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, and I did it last year. 
I just praise God for that, and I want to encourage also our Bible study group uh, to 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 do it also. And it's really a blessing. I know that we don't understand some of it. We don't get it right away. But if you keep on reading it, the next time you read it, you're going to be surprised. Oh, that's what it says. I was I read this last time, but I didn't understand it. So really important, the important things is the, to read the Bible every day. And and. There's even a survey, no? As I close, usahin ko lang yung survey na nakita ko. Saan ko ba nakita? According, according to the survey, the, in the United States, approximately 82 to 83% identify themselves as Christian. So it's good, right? We still have those. And of the, all the household of America, approximately 92% own at least one copy of Bible. And of those who own the Bible, approximately 41 read the Bible outside the church. You know, because sometimes we just read open our Bible inside the church. So at least we have 41% read the Bible outside the church. So in American home, the Bible has taken on the status of an icon that with a little practical value no, to, to other people. So they really said that Bible is not really important. No. And however, out of that group, only 13 claim to really read it daily. And yeah, there's some source here. And according to the Gallup poll, uh, the rule of the Bible in American society. 50% adult interviewed nationwide could name some of the four gospel of the New Testament. I hope we, we know this, okay? 37% <laughs> interviewed could name all four of the gospel. And 42% were able to name as many as five of the 10 commandments correctly. Wow. And 70% knew where Jesus was born. And 42% knew who delivered the Sermon of the Mount. Sino kaya yung Sermon of the Mount? According to Barnabas, also the Bible, Americans believe that the entire Old Testament and New Testament were written several decades after Jesus' death. So that's 38%. And 12% adult believe that Joan of Mark, of Mark was Noah's wife. 49% 49 believe that the Bible teaches that the root of all evil is money instead of the love of money. Right? So believe, 75% believe that the Bible teaches that God helps those who help others, who, or those who help themselves. So that's, that's sad. We know that, that the Bible is the inspired word of God, right? And we have to read it, we have to study it. And as a Christian, this should be our book 
that we, we read no, often and in a daily basis, no? not only if we want to read the book or if we want to open it, but we should read our Bible. We should study the Word of God in the Bible. And we should really meditate on it, no? day and night, diba, sabi ng Bible. Okay, so thank you so much. I hope na we learn from it. And we'll just continue our study next time. Amen. <laughs> okay, let's pray. Lord God, once again, thank you so much for everything that you um, did to us tonight, Lord. And Lord, thank you so much, Lord, for um, this book that you revealed everything to us, Lord. And and I know that your desire is for us to study it, Lord, so that we know that everything is done, everything that is going to be happen, happening in this world is already revealed in this book, Lord. We don't have to add or subtract on it, Lord, because you you the one who completed it, Lord. And, and just pray now, we really have to study and you have to meditate, Lord, your word. And, and, and we just thank you, Lord, for this, and our salvation. So, again, Lord, and we thank you and we love you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.